If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. So we go back down a road we have traveled to, but we have new new information. Uh, and it involves a story that we have uh, obsessed about. I don't know if anyone else here at this this network is talking as much about David Ortiz as we are because uh, I love uh, – one of my guilty pleasures is a whodunit. I think most people like the whodunit. And in the case of David Ortiz, there are headlines all over the place. We have some new revelations here 
for the the mystery. What happened now as we head into the new day? Eleven days ago, David Ortiz still recovering at a hospital, Mass General in Boston. And now we have the information on the who done it part of the story, which is often the most interesting part of the story. The who, what, where, and why. We know where. We know what happened. We don't know why it happened. So if you didn't catch this, if you've been out of the loop because you were sleeping or eating a pizza, I don't know what you're doing. The Dominican Republic Authority, it's a lead prosecutor in the Dominican, says the shooting of David Ortiz was a case of, wait for it, mistaken identity. (laughs) That he was not the intended victim of the shooting, according to the prosecutor in the Dominican Republic. And said this, I saw the video, now he wasn't speaking English, but he did have, the clip I saw, he, he did have a straight stone face. When he, when he was saying this, and I thought, well, you should have put a rim shot at the end of that or something. Uh, but but it's true. The authorities, that would have been better. The authorities claim that Big Poppy was the victim of what the prosecutor called a cowardly act. And at least 11 people, and likely more now, have been arrested so far. And they're calling it the bullet blunder. Right? And, and they're, they're claiming the reason that the, the identity was a mistake. This is great. My grandfather, may he rest in peace, if I had told him this story, he would have said, that's a lot of chutzpah. Uh, They claim it's because of a blurry photograph that the the setup, somebody went into the, the bar there in the Dominican, took a picture, and then ran out to show the hired assassin the photo, and they go, well, the photo was blurry, that's why. And they, they claim the real target in the Ortiz case was another man at the table part of David Ortiz's party there at the table, who is a cousin of a drug boss. Uh, That's what they call And so when the attorney general was asked the obvious question, the only question that should be asked of the attorney general of the Dominican Republic, like, you know no one's going to buy this, right? I mean, people, anybody with an IQ above 40 is going to say, well, this is ridiculous. No one's going to believe that David Ortiz was the victim of mistaken identity. It just doesn't doesn't work. So when asked about that, the Attorney General of the Dominican said, quote, science is science, evidence is evidence, these facts are undisputed, the rest is speculation, close quote. <laughs> uh, now my instincts were correct. So the, the question, what do you make of the Dominican Republic authorities Pulling the mistaken identity card, as someone I used to work with would say, from the bottom of the deck. From the bottom of the deck. It's like a Svengali deck that they used here. Now, my thoughts. You've got the Infidels, Daily Double, and Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. You've got those three things. I'm telling you, it's like a ninja. We'll put it all together, and we'll see if it sticks. Now, A, the Dominican Republic Attorney General. And the National Police Director, these two guys that got up there and spoke at the news conference. You know what they deserve? They deserve a bronze statue. Because this, is it gold? Did they give out gold? The Oscars are gold? Is it gold? All right, a gold statue, right? They deserve a gold statue from the Academy. for That That was an Oscar-worthy performance when these guys got up there. And I couldn't really understand what they were saying because they were talking fast and they were speaking Spanish. But I could tell by the body language, these guys, I know, because I work in radio, I know a BS artist. And these guys were BS artists, all right? This, they were serving up 
uh, plates of manure. And you get a plate of manure, you get a plate in the back, and the media, does anyone have critical thinking? I'm starting to doubt that because media organizations just parrot this. They're, well, according to the Dominican Republic, not the intended target. David Ortiz. Stories everywhere, right? All the major companies are reporting it. Everyone's reporting it. The news agencies just, does anyone ask the question? Like, this just doesn't doesn't add up. Any kind of snooping around would tell you this just does not work. It doesn't. Anyway, so as we continue to tell the story of what happened with the uh, authorities there in the Dominican, we are supposed to believe that a gunman who jumped off a motorcycle, walked a few steps, looking at David Ortiz's table, focused in on David Ortiz, then got into a position to fire a gun, took only one shot, and he mistook the very robust David Ortiz for someone else at the table. Now, all these men who spoke from the Dominican there, you know what they should do? They should leave the Dominican Republic. They should travel around the United States in a comedy group. That's what these guys ought to do. All right, it's like a modern day, you know, this is an outdated reference here, but like 20 years ago, essentially, a little less than 20 years, there was a guy named Baghdad Bob, one of the greats of all time, right? This is this was Baghdad Bob-like. Now, if you're too young to know who Baghdad Bob is, when the U.S. first invaded Iraq back in the early 2000s, and uh, they've been there ever since, uh, but when they first invaded uh, Iraq and... So this guy was the information czar for Saddam Hussein, the leader of that country at the time. And so Baghdad Bob stood. I'll never forget this because I was watching it when it happened. He was he was standing behind a window and overlooking Baghdad, I believe, or one of the cities in Iraq. And he shouted into the cameras that there are no American infidels in Baghdad. Never. And he like pointed his finger, as I remember. While this was going on, you could faintly in the background see U.S. tanks rolling through Baghdad while Baghdad Bob was announcing that nothing was going on. These guys in the Dominican confidently declaring that everyone else, everyone else who sees one thing is wrong, right? And, and, and people, you, you're just, your eyes are deceiving. It just doesn't pass the smell test. And you have to deal with the Komodo dragon in the room. I don't know how you get past this, but somehow they did it and they didn't laugh. David Ortiz is at least 100 pounds heavier than every other man, woman, I don't think there were children there, in the bar. So he's at least, he's listed at 250. He looks to me closer to 300 pounds, David Ortiz. Everyone else was at below 180. I didn't see anyone that was even like 200 pounds. And Ortiz, so you got that. And the photo, this is even better. But wait, there's more. The, the photo that the Dominican authorities passed out of the person who they claim was the actual target, here's the problem. Not only is this person much smaller in stature than David Ortiz, but wait, there's more. Uh, he's like a mid-sized version. He's also... I don't know how else to say this. He's got a much lighter complexion than David Ortiz, okay? Uh, Racist. But no, it's. I mean, how else do you say that? Uh, it is so wrong, it is funny. It is so wrong. It would have only been more perfect 
had the authorities at the Dominican say, we reviewed the video, we believe David Ortiz was not actually shot, he almost drowned, and that's why he's in the hospital, he almost drowned. That would have been the only thing that could have topped what these bozos did, right? We need to bring Lenny Dykstra's friend, Sprinkles the Clown, uh, next time these guys do a news conference. Now, B, this was a collaborative effort by these government officials. To evade bad publicity. I understand what's going on. I'm not naive to this. Like you know, the, the homeland, the motherland there for them in the Dominican Republic, because it's been a pretty tough couple of months in the Dominican Republic because of what's gone on with the publicity for, for the, the government officials, what's going on in their tourism industry. It is said to be one of the more corrupt countries in the world, and this story does not change. You've got the daily double, though, because not only did the attorney general and the national police director guy there say that the hit was ordered on david ortiz from america but he also included the mexican drug cartel so this is forget the dominican drug business this is from this is from mexico racist so he is uh, not our not our not our fault it's the mexican drug guys and the u.s that's what he said and it was all mistaken i didn't it's obvious damage control here to save what's left of the tourism industry it's the, the killing fields when you go to a resort in the Dominican these days. The last couple of months there, was it 10 people, over 10 people, I think, have dropped dead at five-star resorts in the Dominican Republic? They think it's possibly booze-related, the chemicals they're using on the plants. At the, it, it, there's all kinds of theories on what's going on there. Uh, so you, you, and not, and not only do you get that, but you, I said the Daily Double because you protect the mythical godlike reputation of Big Pop. That he's beyond reproach. He's the chosen one, right? The native son. Nobody would harm the angelic Big Poppy intentionally. You know, consuming this story, and I know I'm a little too into it, and I need to chill out and all that stuff, but it it's almost like you're going to get smoke inhalation from the smoke screen that these people are putting up uh, around this. It, you're trying to muddy the waters here, but there's an old saying which I think applies uh, do not, don't ever do this. Don't spit in my cupcake. And they say, there's some frosting on the cupcake, right? No, you spit in the cupcake is what you did. And and these big shots are, you know, they're, they're following the teachings of uh, of Iron Man back in the day. I remember big uh, Iron Man fan, unless I'm not. I did see the movies, though. I was dragged to the, to the movies. Tony Stark, he, didn't he say deflect and absor- absorb, right? That was one of his, his lines in... And I'm in. All right, last thing on this, real quick. The last thing as we talk here on Fox Sports Radio. While we will likely never know 100% hand to God what actually happened, even though we have video, the backstory we're not going to know. My theory continues to be based on a number of different reports that what actually happened here is much closer to the tabloid version than the Dominican version. I think that goes without saying. We mentioned the other day it's like a Martin Scorsese movie. I would say with this twist, it's more like an amusement park ride, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Right? Ortiz was messing around, according to the reports out of the Dominican, with a drug lord's woman. He attempted the drug lord to politely ask him to not do it. Ortiz supposedly ignored the, the message continued to stoop who he wanted to stoop. The drug lord put a bounty on Ortiz, according to the reports. Then there was the car chase, which didn't get reported, where Ortiz crashed. There was a band of thugs in an SUV that chased after him, crashed in front of a fire station. That was about a month before he got shot, never got reported. And Ortiz supposedly continued to see 
the uh, model. I don't know if that's the same woman that got into the fight at the hospital when Ortiz was first taken to the hospital. They're making, but anyway, uh, so that we've got that, and the streets are talking, and the streets are saying that that was the, the hit. They were not trying to kill David Ortiz; they were trying to cripple him. That's why they shot him once in the uh, lower back. They wanted him to live, but they wanted him to live and not be able to move around freely. That's what they were were hoping for. But it it is great to think that the most famous and recognizable person in a not a large country uh, was not the intended target, that the shooter was confused by the clothing because they each had white pants on. (laughs) It's just... It's just wonderful. All right. Uh, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We say hello to Edmund, Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas, Solid Gold, 9 to 5, Corporate, Jar Jar, Garcia. By the way, I am wearing my Steamboat Willie t-shirt uh, today for you. Oh, and you. Uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, the worst ride at Disneyland. But when in it my opened, opinion. not that bad. Like, it was uh, early it, Disneyland, not that bad. There's stuff that's past Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. I wasn't by. there when it opened, but I can tell you that now it is it is awful. A close second is the submarine ride. Well, isn't uh, it designed for little kids, right? Mr. Toad's Wild well, Ride. Well, you could argue designed. that it's all designed for, for little well, kids. Well, yeah, but, uh, but some of the stuff, the newer stuff's not. Like, you go to like California Adventure or whatever, that's more, they've got, that, uh, what's that? Nah. Eh? Nah. Uh, so you just don't like Mr. Toad's Wild it's, Ride? It's awful. I re- told my wife I refuse to ever go on that ride again. Really? Yes. It's not bad. It's I like terrible. It. Uh, you have a daughter. You have a young daughter. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but it's hilarious that you and I, and maybe it's What's maybe that? it's not that much of a coincidence, I was ex- I was exactly thinking Baghdad Bob yeah. as well. Yeah, I even went, we're about the same age, so it's the same thing. Right? I went we, on uh, YouTube to see if I could find the audio of him, and it, you you can find it, but it's there's a translation going on uh, because his yeah. press conference is, you know... Uh, I guess in Arabic, and uh, he's uh, it was a split screen on Fox News <laughs> of him talking about there are no troops in Baghdad. We are we are you know we are pounding them. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the other screen, the the tanks are rolling through town. They're blowing up a statue of, of Saddam Hussein. God, that was awesome, fantastic. Now, now I believe the the former foreign minister of Iraq. I think he survived the war and all that. I think oh, he's still. I believe he's still alive. I, the last I heard. A, a couple of years ago, he was still alive. Wow. So he he uh, people thought we, they would take him out once that whole thing started. But yeah, that was an amazing uh, amazing period. It was great. So what would the equivalent of David Ortiz being shot by mistaken identity in the Dominican Republic be equivalent to like in America? Yeah, like, I was trying to that think be Tom about Brady. That. Like who's uh, the most famous? Like there's nobody that would mistake him for someone else because everyone knows who he is. I don't think it's Tom Brady because he wears a helmet. LeBron James, maybe. But that's even, a good one. Eh. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. Who LeBron's else? a pretty good one. Yeah. I don't. I don't. It's not a lot, right? It's not. I don't think it's anybody in baseball. I don't think it's Mike Trout. I don't think it's him. I think LeBron's. I think you got it. LeBron. Yeah. That's LeBron. it. I was thinking Tom Brady, but you're right. He does even wear like a Steph helmet Curry. And... I don't know. He's been in the finals every year. But David Ortiz like crossed yeah. over. I, like yes. who's the who's the most well known athlete? Like who would you know your mm. your mom know basically? Like that was always my test with me. Yeah. Does my mom know who it is? Well, that's that's a pretty famous athlete. Yeah. She doesn't watch sports, so. Well, then it would be Chris Paul because Chris Paul goes on Ellen, and moms love Ellen. So I'm going to go he with does? Chris Paul. Yeah, he's a, when he played with the Clippers, he was friends no, with no. Ellen. Yeah, go on not, I'm guessing time. he's not going on there anytime. You don't soon. think so now? Mm. Uh, Ellen probably doesn't care. He's, he's not a sports fan. Not that into it. So it probably doesn't matter. Magic Johnson, another one. Yeah. 
I'm going to go no on that. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal, maybe, because he's oh, so yeah, big. Sha- Shaquille, yeah, yeah, but he's not one. an athlete. Any, well, there's David Ortiz, not an athlete yeah. anymore. Shaq's like a mountain, so. Yeah, they're just trying to save face now. That's all what that story is. I, when I saw you it, You don't I believe like, it, Roberto? Oh, yeah. Come on. Come on. What's wrong with you? Shame on you. you're supposed to believe what you're told you're not supposed to have any critical thinking it's a bad job by you (laughs) I see these spats with Shats continue oh really Uh, several members of the militia report to me that they've also been blocked today casualties in the war (laughs) going down here Uh, Robbie the Mariner fan we lost Robbie uh... a good soldier Good soldier. God bless him. His battle with Shatner is over unless he gets a burner account like Kevin Durant. And there was one other, at least one other that emailed me, but I don't remember who the name is, so I apologize. But uh, there were a couple people that claimed Shatner blocked them. Casualties of war. Yeah, yeah. well, it's it's all, all is fair in love and war. And uh, Twitter beefs. It's very important. So we'll take your phone calls. I brought some check- chicken fettuccine. No, you did. Oh, looked pretty good. Yeah. I got to see it. Cooking with Roberto. Yeah. Roberto. Photo you sent out there was pretty neat. I will take your phone calls if you know the number. You know the drill. Call in. I stopped giving out the number. I people did point out to me uh, some of the the podcast listeners that it has not improved the quality of the calls. That me giving out the number only encourages the freakazoids to call the show. But my argument is when I give out the number, the freakazoids call the show anyway. People demanding JJ and Renton gets banned from the show for his anti-police rhetoric. They want J.J. and Renton banned from the show. There's a, a lot of email about that. Very upset with him. I, <laughs> that, I was, think, that was a poor take on his part. <laughs> was, yeah, I, my poor. theory is he was just like <laughs> drunk and high and he didn't really remember. That's my. I'm trying to defend him. I don't, think he's, I don't think he's a horrible person, but I don't know him. He might be a horrible person. I have no idea. I've never met him. So. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moment that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. 
Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I don't know if you know about this, but it's the, the NBA draft is here. Hallelujah. Yeah. yeah. It's about three picks. That's about it. Three picks, right? I believe that's the case. Uh, anyway, so with the, this being the lead up to the NBA draft, we had another trade. I like trades. Although I like the rumor more than the actual trade. But if you didn't hear about this, maybe not. Before I tell you the trade, there's a disclaimer. I'm going to give you a disclaimer. The disclaimer is that when you do a syndicated sports talk radio show, if you spend more than a few minutes talking about the Utah Jazz or the Memphis Grizzlies, there are alarm bells that sound in the studio. Uh, And I'm like a daredevil. Think of me as Dave Osborne, Super Dave Osborne, the late Super Dave Osborne. I am going to attempt to discuss the big trade because it does involve two teams that we spend too much time talking about. We get called into the principal's office. But I'm going to do it because that's how I roll. So the trade is, if you missed it, point guard Mike Conley shipped out of Memphis. No more barbecue for you and headed to Salt Lake City to play for the Jazz. In exchange, Utah sent Grayson Allen Sounds like an old 1930s-type musician, Grayson Allen, the, uh, the old dookie. Kyle Korver, somehow still in the NBA, and Jay Crowder, plus a couple of draft picks, were sent outbound of Salt Lake City and in to Memphis, Tennessee. So this Conley trade, it's been discussed for a couple of days. It, it apparently has happened here. It's being dissected by the basketball establishment. And I always like the reaction. I get a kick out of this, the overreaction. So the Jazz are being universally praised 
for picking up a headliner, an all-star type of guard, the hero for the grit and grind Grizzlies, which I don't believe actually won anything, but you know, they had fun. They sold some T-shirts. The most over-the-top reaction, do you know what it is? Someone named Zach Lowe, who's a basketball scribe, slobbered all over the Conley trade. How much? He said, this guy Zach Lowe, that this makes the Utah Jazz a finals contender in the NBA. That Mike Conley is that good. He's that good. He's a finals contender. Okay. Uh, So let us discuss the question. What does the Mike Conley trade actually mean for the Jazz? Because we know that's not true. So what does it actually mean? So my observations, you've got the used car, bologna sandwich, and the fear factor. And we will put all of this together. We'll lock these things together like Legos. Now, number one, Mike Conley is not mincemeat. He's not dog food. Conley's a good player. And I'm about to trash him. But he's a good player, okay? He's a good player. He's certainly better than Ricky Rubio, who had been the incumbent point guard in Salt Lake City. However, let's not get carried away here, okay? Like, it's not that big a difference. There are guys in cemeteries who can shoot better than Ricky Rubio. They're not leaving the cemetery. So now, what is my now Rubio? I think I've given these numbers before, but they bear repeating. Ricky Rubio. I talked about this when the, during the playoffs when the Jazz were playing the Rockets. But Ricky Rubio at the rim this past season on layups shot fifty eight percent. Any other shot that Ricky Rubio took, he shot thirty five percent from the floor. Any shot. That means like two feet away from the basket, four feet, five feet, ten feet, thirty five percent. Garbage. Here's the surprising thing. Mike Conley, who certainly is a better offensive player, was not all that much better. In fact, he actually shot worse right at the rim, slightly, but outside of the rim, he shot 41% on all his other shots, Mike Conley, that weren't the rim. So using Maller math and the simpleton that I am, that means that the Utah Jazz have upgraded their roster by 6%. They are 6% better today than they were yesterday. Now, the argument against that is, well, Conley shoots more, so it's more than 6% because Rubio often wouldn't shoot. But if you think of this like a used car hustle for the Jazz, what the Jazz have done is they have been driving a Chevy Malibu. That's Ricky Rubio. And they are now driving a Dodge Charger. So they've upgraded to a Dodge Charger. And you're happy. You're like, that's good. But there are people in the media that think that, no, no, it's not a Dodge Charger now. You've got a Lamborghini. You're now driving a Lamborghini or a Bentley. It's not true. And in baseball parlance, this wasn't a home run. It was more like a wall ball double. Or a bad hop double. Or the other day, Matt Carpenter of the Cheating Cardinals had that against the shift. He bunted. You see that? He had a double. I love that. That was orgasmic when Matt Carpenter did that. You know that? That was great. I hate the Cardinals, but that was awesome. That was great. I wish everyone should, they should show every baseball player, force every baseball player to watch that. That's how you beat the shift. Don't need to outlaw the shift. Bunt the damn ball, stupid. All right, anyway. All right, back to this thrilling, riveting Mike Conley trade analyzation. Because it's amazing. 
All right, so, so the second thing here, the, the Jazz did not really give up all that much to get Mike Conley. It sounds like a lot. It sounds like a tremendous amount. Three ball players, two draft picks, that's a big deal. But not where I said. To me, this tells me that Conley, he's got a big contract, and teams are not banging down the door to get him. They weren't. Utah packaged a half-eaten bologna sandwich and an open bag of chips and a couple of scratcher tickets to make the trade happen. Kyle Korver's 38 years old. I fully expect him to be traded to the Los Angeles Lakers and play with LeBron James again at age 38 because he can shoot. So it doesn't matter how old you are if you can shoot. So I expect that to happen. Jay Crowder, who's bounced all over the place. This guy's a a basketball gypsy. He's like that old quote from uh, the early days of of Hollywood. Not that early, but Marilyn Monroe on the starlets of Hollywood in the early days. And she famously said that she had been passed around like a piece of meat. That was the quote. Well, uh, Jay Crowder uh, passed around like a piece of meat. He has played for the Celtics, Mavericks, Jazz, Cavs, I guess Memphis, although he's likely to be traded before next season. That's pretty impressive for six seasons in the NBA. He's re-gifted. He, he's the the uh, the fruitcake. He's the gift, the, the, the white elephant gift you get over the holidays that you just pass on to somebody else. And then you have the notorious Grayson Allen. We actually did monologues about Grayson Allen at Duke because he tripped guys and people were outraged. But he's an unknown. He only played a little over 400 minutes as a rookie. That ain't a lot. So the jury is still out on whether Grayson Allen will be a rotation player in the NBA and be a factor at all. Clearly the Jazz don't think he's going to be that good or they wouldn't have traded him. And then you have a couple of lottery tickets that are tossed in to spice up the trade. A little cayenne pepper there. Add a little flavor. A little kick to it. Not exactly a great haul. Now, this trade is all about one thing. We know what it is. They want the jaw, right? Jaw Morant, who's going to be drafted number two tonight in the NBA draft. Memphis is doing everything to roll out the red carpet. He's the new Messiah. He's the new Savior, Ja Morant. And from grit and grind, I guess they're going to call it, they can't do it grit and grind anymore, so what are they going to call Memphis basketball? Jaw-dropping? Is that what we're going to do it? Pretty good, right? No? Can you do better? All right, final point here. Now, nobody in the Western Conference, I mean, no no team at all, even like the Phoenix Suns that aren't even trying. They're like a, a YMCA team, the Phoenix Suns. All these other teams, okay? None of them are shaking in their boots because the Jazz picked up Mike Conley. Even though, uh, who's, what's the guy's name? Zach Lowe said that the Jazz are now a finals contender. Right On the Maller scale of fear factor, which is important, the Utah Jazz were at a five before the trade, and with Mike Conley, they are at a six. <laughs> they went to a six. And you don't get fear from other teams when you're at a six on the Maller fear factor scale. You need to be at least at a seven to cause any kind of anxiety. So how much does Mike Conley even have left in the tank? That's the other other issue to deal with. Conley will enter the final year of his athletic prime this season. He's undersized. He's 32 years old, a lot of miles. He's got a lengthy injury history. Conley missed games with a bad left ankle. He had a high, uh, high ankle issue, I believe, also thigh problem, general soreness last season. And in the past, he's had surgery on his heel. He's had Achilles problems, toe, an eye, lower back problems. 
man, all these these in basketball, what, all these NBA players, it's, it's all these people want to ban football. How about basketball, man? These guys, it's a nightmare. You look at these injury charts of these NBA players. It's endless. every day we're doing this. We're talking about Anthony Davis or Kyrie Irving or whoever, Al Horford. So the other thing about the Jazz that needs to be discussed here is the conundrum with Rudy Gobert. Because Rudy Gobert is a great regular season player. He's a stat stuffer. We always pick him when we do the NBA pick him. We always pick Rudy Gobert. He gets a bunch of rebounds and uh, just wonderful. Just very dominant. Bat, you know, great stat stuffer. But in the playoffs, he's a liability. He's often exposed in the postseason. That lumbering center is problematic. So it's, it's one of those like, what are you supposed to do? What are you going to do? Because you need Ricky Rubio. Or not Ricky Rubio. You need uh, Rudy Gobert. Rather. You don't need Ricky Rubio at, at all, and you're not going to have him. Anyway, all right, so the, the Ben Mather Show on Fox. So I, I promised the listener, I, I think I promised, we didn't have time for the Apple story, but I guess we can give the Apple story now. We'll bring in Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas, Solid Gold, 9 to 5, Corporate, Jar Jar, Garcia. The Apple story? Well, yeah, it's the Kawhi Leonard Apple story. All right. Tell me about it. It kind of ties into what I was discussing. Jordan sent it in, and I had seen this, but I don't think I talked about it on the show. So thanks to to Jordan for reminding me uh, of this. And it's a great story. I don't know if it's true or not, but I want to believe it because it's a good story. So this goes back to when Kawhi Leonard was in San Antonio, and Greg Popovich famously would have these these great uh, – you know, you know, team dinners and things like that, and I'll just have just have one wonderful time. So the story goes that after practice, the team decided we're going to go out and have a nice dinner, a team bonding. And uh, so Kawhi, they went around the table. Everyone ordered the food. It's normally how it works. And Kawhi then he said, "I would not like to order anything. I do not want to have anything on the menu. Uh, I'm good." And so people are like, well, we're having a team dinner. You got to eat something. You know, try the chicken parm or something like that. You know, try the, try the, the fettuccine Alfredo. Roberto cooked that. It's pretty good. And uh, anyway, so uh, Kawhi said, no, I don't want anything. I'm, I'm good. And then he, uh, as the legend goes, he happened to have in his possession a bag of apples. Not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not about 12 apples. And the story which is being passed around here is that Greg Popovich was like aghast. Like, what is going on here? Like, what, what, what are you doing? I mean, we're having a team dinner and you pull out a bag of 12 apples. And Kawhi then responded by saying, this is the, the legend part of the story. This is the, um, the lumberjack, right? This is, this is all those kind of stories. Uh, the legend is Kawhi looked right into Greg Popovich's eyes and said, uh, apple time, apple time, and then proceeded to eat all 12 apples with a knife and fork while the rest of the team ate traditional meals. (laughs) (laughs) What the? 12, that's a lot of apples. I like apples. Apples, nice, juicy apple. I like the red delicious. That's my favorite apple. He said apple time, apple time, like he was three years old? Yeah. (laughs) What the hell? Hey. You know, if he signs with the Clippers. He can have all the yeah, apples yeah. he wants. I don't care. Eat your eat your, eat your your Johnny Appleseed if you want. I don't care. Knock yourself out, man. Have a good time. Have you ever had more than one apple in a sitting? I have had two, but I like slicing the apples. You know that thing you can get where you slice the apples in perfect slices? Yes, yeah, so we have one of those. It's pretty cool, right? I'll yeah, like it's it. just kind of hard to get that core out of there. It gets yeah, stuck in there a little it bit. It is a problem. 
But uh, and if you're not like careful, that. it can be a little messy. However, it is a, it is a fine tool. See, when I talk about apples, I have a flashback to a producer that we used to have here. My my uh, apple story. I was on a, a diet, which I'm always on some diet, and this was years ago when I lost all the weight initially, and I lost a lot of weight, and I wasn't eating much, and I was uh, on a diet, and the producer wanted to get me something for the holidays, and so. <laughs> I believe this came at the advice of a former colleague of mine who's now a TV dentist. Uh, but the producer... <laughs> that guy gives out good advice. Hey, where are the white women so at? So the producer, uh, a fine, fine producer. I love this. Yeah, hey, I worked here. The... Uh, hadn't worked here in a long time. So anyway, the producer shows up, and he had, a, he had a gift for the TV dentist, which was you know pretty nice. And then he handed me my gift, which was a bag of 12 apples with a bow on it. He had put a bow on the bag of apples. What kind of apples? They were, I think they were red delicious apples, mm. which I like. Not a big fan. No. But I would have preferred not to get the bag of apples. I would have preferred, it would have, it because it's like, you know, it's like, I can't get mad or anything except a bag of apples. What's up with that? I think you just, just think, have a good day. You know, tell me have a good day. I'm okay with it. I mean, these days, I know this was a while ago, yeah. but these days, a bag of 12 apples, that's, that's a pretty penny. It's a pricey item. Yeah, I mean, especially that's organic if organic apples are the expense. They jack I mean, up the even, price. Even Green the, apples, even the regular apples now are are like two bucks a pound minimum. You ever made an apple pie from scratch? You ever done that? No, never. That oh. sounds good. Pretty good apple pie. Maybe I'll make an apple pie this weekend. Ooh, I mean, right? come on, right? Yeah, it's pretty simple. Cinnamon, apple, just toss it all in there and mix it up a little bit. Boom. If I were gonna make a pie, it's just there's other pies that I would. Make Other pies are harder. Like banana cream pie is my favorite pie. It's the god of all pies, but it's a hard pie to make. Is it? I believe it is because it involves the banana, and you've got to <laughs> slice up the banana and all that. There's a lot of bananas involved. I yeah. I feel like the apple pie is an easier pie to make. Let's. How about this? Okay. Bake off. Yep. Yep. You read my mind, Eddie. <laughs> oh! <laughs> all right, so who's doing what? You're doing the apple. I'm. Or I'm no, doing. I'll the, do, I'm, I'll, yeah, I'll do the banana cream. Okay. All right, I can do the apple. Done. I'll be a judge. All right. Yeah, I'll be a judge. Oh, so no, I'm, not, I'm not a baker, man. You're yeah, not? We have to bring in at least half the pie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can bring in. I can make two pies. I don't care. I, you can just bring one slice in. I can, I can try. I'll see if I make a pie. I'll see. Oh, yeah. Roberto's throwing his That could be next yeah. week's cooking with Roberto. Yeah, exactly. Just oh, don't make to, a, it. has to be a third, a different pie, though. Don't make yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Don't make a mincemeat pie. Don't do that. That's no. a, I don't want to do that. That's. No, yeah. it, I heard there's no meat, actually, in a mincemeat pie, though. Is there? Is there meat in it or no meat? Now we're making just. I would think there's meat. Like sweet, can I make a chicken pot pie? Is that? Does that? Not well, that's count? that's a meal. Chicken yeah. pot pie is a meal. Yeah. We're talking dessert. We're doing okay. dessert dishes. Dessert, okay. Yeah. Oh exactly. no, you're right. It's, it's fruit, right? Yeah. Yeah. They gotta change the that's name of that. Odd. Yeah, I, I thought it was meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why of, would you think that? Somebody has meat in the name of it. I mean, <laughs> now there, there is a pie that has meat in it though. Shepherd's pie. Yes. Yes, but that's kind what? of a pie talk. Oh, it's either that hey, or those, more those, Mike Conley. I'm, what do you, I mean, I'm not. Okay, no, no. You want me to do another those meat breakdown? pies from Portos? I'm, I'm not down. I'm not down on the pie talk. I'm just. But saying. here's the thing. I think a meat pie, the shepherd's pie, is like a, uh, what Roberto like, was like playing. Like a calzone. Well, it's just similar. It, it's it's cheating, is what it is. It's it's like the <laughs> well, chicken pot there. pie. It's a cousin of the chicken pot pie. Well, at least the <laughs> at least the chicken pot pie. Has yeah. all the basics of, of you know all the requirements of yeah. being a pie. Shepherd's pie. There's not even any crust, right? It's just it's like just mashed potatoes. Yeah, it's, it's mashed potatoes and meat, which is not a bad combination. Oh, I mean it's delicious. Yeah, but yeah, is it really a pie? 
right. We got to channel uh, David Gascon and Doug Gottlieb and do List Radio. All right. Top five pies all time. Go. <laughs> Banana cream. David Gagon. Pumpkin. <laughs> Pumpkin. What, you, what about rhubarb? You got a rhubarb pie? <laughs> <laughs> I've never tried a rhubarb never, pie. What about uh, peach pie? You ever had a oh, peach pie? Yes. I don't think I've had a peach pie. Like a Georgia peach pie. Mm. I don't think I've had that. Coopis sounds like uh, he's quite the pie connoisseur. Pie is great. Pie is better than cake, in my opinion. No, I'm a cake. Uh, a cake with the proper uh, frosting's hard to beat. But a good pie, a banana cream pie. Man. It's all solid. I'm a big fan of the strawberry shortcake. Big fan of that. That's, that's all right. I don't like the flan, though. I've told you, Roberto. The oh, flan, flan's nasty. I don't like I it I love either. Mexican food. I love my brothers and sisters <laughs> yeah. from Mexico, but I got to tell you, that's a bad dessert. Yeah, yeah I don't like it The flan is a bad <laughs> dessert. <laughs> I'd rather eat a sponge. Racist. Yeah, I'd rather yeah, eat a sponge. I don't it's like just, flan either. It's not it's good nasty. at all. Yeah, it's not good. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. A report surfaced yesterday that said that the Rockets plan to aggressively pursue Jimmy Butler. Now, we've also heard that he's a top target for the Lakers. Ben, of L.A., Houston, and Philadelphia, of course... Which team do you think Butler is the best fit for? All right, so I have all the answers. A, you follow the money, right? Jimmy Butler is he's he's not a a guy that stays in one spot. He's now played for three NBA teams. He's a basketball gypsy. It doesn't matter who you play for. It matters how much you make. That's what's important. All things being equal, though, part B of this, Butler should stay in Philly. Basketball-wise, it makes the most sense. Jimmy Butler is an alpha personality. He's not going to want to bow down to LeBron James or James Harden, which is what you're going to have to do when you play in those other cities. So I say, basketball-wise, you go to Philadelphia. You stay there. Next! Harrison Barnes has opted out of the last year of his contract with the Kings. That would have paid him a little over $25 million. Now, Ben, I personally don't think that he can get $25 million a year from another team. Yeah. Do you think opting out was a bad choice for no, Barnes? I'll bet you a dollar that he gets over $25 million. How about that? It was actually a smart move. I'll tell you why. The risk is limited because NBA teams are run by idiots. Look at Rob Palenka. All right? So you've got people like that running NBA teams. And, and the thing about this for... Harrison Barnes. There are so many teams that have salary cap space. There's not enough players to go around, which means teams are going to have to spend money on players like Harrison Barnes. He's only 27. He's been he was on the Warriors when they started becoming good and all that. I say he gets at least fifty million dollars. He doubles his money. Next, there was a report going around that the Knicks could make a surprise pick at number three and go with Vanderbilt's Darius Garland, who they are supposedly very high on. Chances this happens, Ben? Zero percent. All right? It should be zero percent, but it is the Knicks, so it's not zero percent. Twenty percent. If the Knicks want Darius Garland, you you trade down. R.J. Barrett's the third pick. That's the pick that has value. I like Darius Garland only because his dad used to play for the Clippers, Winston Garland, but you don't draft him that high. How do we do? You fail. That's a win for me. He said win. Fail is the new win. Fail means win. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
It's now time for... Time for... Oh, hurry, hurry, I can hardly wait. Ask Ben. Twitter! Send us your questions on Twitter now. And as Blind Scott would say, a wicked hot edition of Ask Ben. We pass the mic over to Cooper Loop. These are your questions, our answers. Actual questions from actual listeners like yourself submitted for our answers. All right, Ben, we're going to start off with a question for everybody. Uh, this is from Ernie on Twitter. Did anyone ever have to do detention in school, and if so, for what? Oh, yes, of course. Uh, all kinds of things there. At one point, I uh, my famous story is I was getting uh, getting picked on by some kid, and they would give me a hard time, and I uh, famously put him in a trash can, which would get me arrested today, but I had, I had detention for, for many, many weeks after that, uh, that incident. That's the one that stands out. But there were, there were other things that popped up in my educational process, um, many of them not involved, involving not doing my homework and things like that. What about you, Eddie? Oh, yeah. Uh, there was crank calling a teacher. Uh, my buddy bragged about that, and we, the teacher overheard, and we got uh, in trouble for that. We were throwing uh, like spitballs in the bathroom, like on the ceiling. Like, yeah. you know, we wad up like paper towels and throw them on the ceiling. And then there was uh, a girl who was getting a drink of water by standing on a, a kickball, and I, uh, I couldn't resist. I kicked it out from under her <laughs> feet, and she <laughs> hit her mouth on the uh, drinking oh, fountain. No. And, uh, yeah. Those were the, those were the top three uh, detention moments. And she died. No, she yeah. did not oh, die. But oh. her uh, her mom was a teacher. So. And her mom sued Eddie, and his parents lost all their money, and that's uh, how that went. So. That would be what had happened today. Yes. Back then, though, they just wanted to get detention. Yeah. All right. What, what about you, Roberto? Yeah, man. My I always had my report card. Always said behavior needs improvement. So I was bad, man. I I wanted to, I was wanted to be the center of attention. Always yeah, talking. You're a class clown. Class clown. Yeah. yeah. And what about you, you Coop? You had you were a child actor, so you had a little different experience, right? Back in yeah, I mean, when I was filming stuff, I was on on set, but I still went to school. Um, I did Saturday school a handful of times. Yeah. Uh, then after school detention, even like countless times more than that. Uh, it was I was the same as Roberto, class clown. I was always talking. Uh, never accepted responsibility for my actions. Never. Yeah. All, all that stuff. Now I think if you go to detention too many times, they like they can kick you out when of I, school. When I was in Catholic mess. school and I had to do the Saturday same. school, we we spent the whole time going to all the classrooms cleaning the desks. That was what you did on yep. Saturday? Oh, Clean wow. the desks and pick the gum off the bottom. Wow. Yeah. We had one, you know, I'm from the Stone Age. We had an incident with the National Geographic magazines that got people in trouble. They were looking at certain photos they're not supposed to be looking at. All right, next. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, here's one from uh, Kurt from Earth. Uh, hi, Kurt. It's a group question. I'm from Earth also. It's a quick one. Yeah. Uh, more terrifying to look at, the original Ronald McDonald or Chuck E. Cheese's animatronic band? All right, so I've, I'm, I've not been to Chuck E. Cheese in a long time, but I'm told they've changed the band. But as I remember the band, I would go with the band. The band I remember of my youth, I think it's different <laughs> now. What about you, Eddie? I just Googled the original Ronald McDonald. It is, it is very frightening. Uh, Wasn't that Willard Scott? And clowns are kind of creepy- you know, regardless. So I'm going to go with the uh, Ronald McDonald. Yeah. All right. Uh, what about you, Roberto? The Chuck E. Cheese, man. That was, was a little creepy, man. Yeah. Yeah. What about, remember there was a Bullwinkles? You ever go to that? It was a, like a ripoff of Chuck E. Cheese. Bullwinkles. No? No, I never went to that. I went there. 
Uh, what about you, Koopa Loop? <laughs> I, I just Googled the original Ronald McDonald as well. I've never seen this before. That is terrifying. But uh, to me, robots are scarier than clowns. So the, the Chuck E. Cheese one's always... And plus, when they're not doing the dance, they're just in the dark there with their eye, oh, eyes. Eyes are moving. Oh, yeah. oh, my. Just looking at mm-hmm. you, looking around. Yeah, right. it's no bueno. It's Ask Ben. Your questions are answers for the rest of the hour. All and right, another quick one, uh, Ben. This is from uh, Alvaro on Facebook. Hi, Alvaro. Uh, for everyone. Alvaro. Yeah, that. Uh, Alvaro? Who do you like better, Macho Man Randy Savage or Rowdy Roddy Piper? Yeah, you know, this is a good one. I, I That's a tough, but I'm going to go Macho Man. I was a Macho Man guy, and uh, I, I loved his interactions with Mean Gene Oakland. I uh, loved them. So I'm going uh, Macho Man Savage. What about you, Eddie? I'm totally <laughs> the, the opposite. Uh, oh, really? Yes, Piper's Pit, Rowdy Rowdy Piper. But and, Macho Man had Miss Lisa, though. Yeah, but he talked. I hate how he talked. Oh, yeah. Miss Elizabeth. I tell you something, Mean Gene. Slide yeah, into I, a Slim Jim, It was annoying the way he Ooh, talked. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Uh, macho Man all the way, man. Not job, even close. Uh, the cream of the crop. <laughs> <laughs> he always uh, he hold his hands, too. He look at the mean genius. Hulk Hogan did the same thing. All right, what about you? Always blasted out of his mind on cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> um, de- he's dead. De- de- Ooh, yeah. Definitely Macho Man. Absolutely. Uh, I'm, all, I'm right there with you with the Macho Man. Ask Ben your questions, our answers. May he rest in peace. We lost Macho Man. Almost 10 years ago, he's been dead. Yeah. Man. All right, let's keep going here. What do we got? What's um, this one is for everyone. This is from Matt on Facebook. Hi, Matt. What is your favorite chick flick? Oh, my favorite chick flick. Let's see. Well, I mean, I, I don't. I try to avoid chick flicks, but it's hard to do that. What's the greatest sports chick flick? League, <laughs> League of Their Own? No, nah, I didn't really like that. Is that a the one about the Red Sox? Oh, uh, oh yeah, Fever Pitch. Fever Pitch. Oh, that's that. definitely a chick that's flick. That's a chick flick. Yeah. Yeah. There's always like there's always a love interest in these sports movies. I'm trying to think. I don't. Nothing stands out. I don't think like any. Uh, none of them really uh, that great. What about you, Eddie? Um, I don't know. Is Bridesmaids a chick flick? Yes. It's got chicks in it. Um, yeah. I, yeah, thought, I, I don't know. That's, that was a pretty good. I movie. thought that was pretty hilarious. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a good comment. Roberto told me off there. He likes the female girl Ghostbusters. That was his. Nah, favorite. No, no, no. No. Okay. All right. Now, what's yours, Roberto? Uh, Titanic. I guess. That's that's a chick flick, right? That's yep. a chick flick. Yeah. That, 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 was, that was going to be my answer. Titanic? Yeah. Yeah. What it's about a like cool, Field? Cool isn't uh, like Field, not Field of Dreams. What was it? The Naturals? Kind of like a little bit like the right? love nah. interest. And the no. Kevin Costner based on movie two. I forgot what that one was called. Uh, Field of Dreams? No. That no. Bull Durham. No. Bull Durham. Bull Durham. Oh, Bur- yeah, Bull yeah. Durham. All right. We'll keep going here. It is Ask Ben. See, I'm more masculine than you guys. I don't have a favorite chick flick. <laughs> So I'm better than you. I got my testosterone. All right, what's next? Yeah, you're all man. Yes, I am. <laughs> Hear me roar. <laughs> all right. Um, let me see here. Ask Ben. Your questions are answers. Oh, yeah. Th- th- I like this one. Uh, okay. This one's from uh, Jose on Facebook. How did you ce- – for everybody. How did you celebrate your 21st birthday? Uh, I drank. Uh, I, I, I drank alcohol. I went to Vegas. That's, uh, that's what I did with some friends. What about you, Eddie? Uh, boy. It was so memorable. I don't remember. We went to Tijuana before I was twenty-one, and I remember that. Well, I remember half well, of so that. It didn't really then, matter when you turned twenty. Yeah, and then the so rest right. of it, I literally was passed out. Although to, I was working, they in, almost didn't let me back in the country. I was working in radio when I was twenty-one, so I had it wasn't as I didn't have much time to do anything. I didn't have any money. It was the Doogie Hauser of radio. Yeah, exactly. What about you, Roberto? Vegas. Vegas. Oh, in LA, you can do the Vegas thing. That's what we do. What, you, what about you, Koopa Loop? I mean, obviously, I went to Vegas eventually, but like on the night 
Oh, never yeah. mind. Oh, too late. Too late. We'll never Sorry. know. The we'll never know. Yeah. Sorry. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters— with new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.